Hey, Phelan. Yeah. Welcome back to Schwab. <laughs> For the last time. Well, you know what they say, Phelan. All uh, all bad things come to an end. Yeah. And uh. <laughs> and Charmed is canceled. Uh, yeah, it's a shame <laughs> that it's canceled and it won't be airing anymore. Um, <laughs> the episode we just watched made us uh, call upon the cancellation demon for ourselves. We're 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 committing seppuku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I'm just not having fun anymore. I'm just not having fun, and like when things stop being fun, like it's just, there's just no point. Yeah, and it seems like people are losing interest in the show rapidly. It's yeah. like, if we're not doing it for people that want to hear anything about the show and we're not enjoying it that much anymore, who are we doing it for? <laughs> it's not fun. It's not profitable. So, like, what's the point, right? Because, <laughs> like, um, it's been slowly, like, declining in viewers. And I don't think it's because of our uh, podcast quality, which is top notch, as yeah. usual. We are so I- good. I think we've had um, a pretty good reign as um, one of two and then the sole remaining Charm 2018 podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's time to take that crown off uh, and resign because um, I, j- I just don't like feeling this angry all the time. And this episode, like, I started writing notes for it and like a third of the way into it, I was like, I just don't fucking care anymore. I don't. Like, and you know what? Pushed me to the edge. This episode was a double whammy of terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was, first of all, a trial episode. Yeah. With One clips. Of your favorite thing. Clip show, clip show trial clip episode. Show trials. No fucking thank you. And then. Who is it about? <laughs> fucking Abigail Kane. And I just can't stand this fucking manipulative bullshit. Mm-hmm. Where they keep trying to tell us she's such a great character and she did all of these nice things out of the bottom of... And look, people are going to come in here and be like, oh, but this episode's about how, like, she did do bad things and she wants to do right. And it's like, okay, yeah, if you want to make that her arc, whatever. But everyone's always bending over backwards to defend her over fucking bullshit. Not punishing her for any of this fucking shit. Yeah. And, like, it's... <sighs> they even bring up all the witches she murdered. And I feel like the show likes to ignore how terrible that was just because we didn't really get to know any of them. If this show had shown like one of these witches and they could just ignore like the fact that their life was snuffed out because Abigail's terrible, like it would feel way more reprehensible, but they just, they want to be like, Oh, well, you know, she did some bad things, but you know, she's kind of good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just putting her in the tomb of chaos is not enough. To say mm. that she's redeemed. Like, anyone would not like that. If you were the worst fucking person in the world, you wouldn't like that. Saying she has a bad childhood does not mean that she's redeemed. It means bad shit happened to her, and she. but she needs to take account of her own fucking actions. Yeah. And just saying it at the end of this episode, well, congratulations for, like, two years of this fucking bullshit leading up to her doing that. And you know why? It's because people who are still watching the show are fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. The reason she said she was going to give Macy her powers back at the end is because people have been bringing this up for fucking ever. They're like, it's kind of fucking bullshit that you took the story from one of the, the women of color leads and gave it to this white asshole and have her just fucking like do the same fucking story. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm so mad. I'm so yeah. fucking mad. And you know, I- he said when we we're watching it's kind of insane they keep bringing up like abigail had these fire powers when she was a kid then they even show 
in this episode during a clip on the trial, her stealing the fire powers from Macy. Yeah, she even says, like, you know how coveted the fire powers are in the demon world? It's like, I don't know, do you? Apparently you've had them since your childhood. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe they were going to throw a twist in there that her mom was lying during the trial. Like, oh, she actually made that up yeah. and because to, to punish her or whatever. But no, they don't bring that up. It's just both ways, I guess. And speaking of things they don't remember, uh, apparently Maggie now knows that, like, Jordan's curse has ended. She's just touching him the whole time. Was she told off screen about this? Was that not important enough? Because they spent so much time yeah. talking about how she can't be with Jordan, and now she can, and now he's gonna bounce. Like, this show doesn't care. Mm -hmm. It absolutely doesn't care. Like, they just keep, like, forgetting things or, oh, never minding things or things yeah. happen off screen. And I'm like, I'm just so incredibly bored. The show starts off with a I don't care, like, a it doesn't care moment because Harry's like, well, I'm off to see drunk Celeste to become mortal. And Macy's in bed, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, with that. I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> This is a thing she would come with him to go do if this was real people at all. They can't have, they can't have Celeste on screen, so no. she's not going to be there. No, she would have to Skype in for it or whatever. But she's like, this is so stupid. I didn't even know Celeste would be... Celeste was like, oh yeah, I'm going to age and die, whatever. I'm resigned to death. Last time we saw her, but apparently she's still doing shit. Yeah, and I thought the perfecto said this other crap was the only way for Harry to become mortal. But then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, Celeste can pull something out of her ass. <laughs> like, sure. Just like, and you know, there is nothing set up about this. It's just he drops it on her at the beginning of the episode. Well, I'm off to see you little drunkie. Like, oh, okay, have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a reason for him not to be there. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, I, I hate, I hate the way that they've written Macy lately. But I, I particularly don't like in this episode that they write it like Macy's supposed to be in the wrong for pointing out all this bullshit about Abigail. Yeah, learn a real lesson about her. Yeah, the whole thing is that they, they, so they find out that uh, Jordan and uh, Abigail are in the Tomb of Chaos. Just, I don't know, off screen. Like, there was this whole thing about how they were missing. They didn't know. We didn't even know as an audience. We suspected, but they didn't lay out that they were put into the Tomb of Chaos because of the Perfecti. They didn't show them, so apparently this was supposed to be a mystery. But then the beginning of this episode, they're just like, oh yeah, we put them in the Tomb of Chaos, do 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 whatever. It's like, okay, I guess they found out about that and like, all right we're already here yeah, at this point they just quickly glance over the fact that they figured this out and the, the perfect day did it and all that crap Ugh. yeah they don't they don't frame it in any sort of interesting way no and like these are like big story elements that are just like oh yeah all right you're already here because it was a pretty obvious twist so i guess we're not going to like fucking bother doing this in any <laughs> interesting way yeah so they're like, okay, so we got to get them out of there. And they're like, well, Jordan's in there because he was helping Abigail out at the time. So because she's chaotic, he's chaotic too. And they're like, well, he's not actually like, like that. And they're like, okay, well then prove that Abigail's not chaotic and then we'll let them both out. Well, first they say like, we we are not to be questioned. You know, this never happens. And then they bug them about that. And that's when they agree to a trial at all. But it's like, okay, so they can argue with them up to this point, but then they still settle on. Yeah. I guess we have to prove that Abigail's good to get Jordan out. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> 
it's stupid. It's bad logic. And like in a better written show, that that might still work because clearly the perfecti are supposed to be assholes who are like, oh, well, you know, like everything that we do is perfect, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. But then we have to h- spend this whole fucking episode. The reason it's framed like that is so we can explore all of these clips with Abigail's character and be like, she did these bad things, but actually there's some good in her and maybe the sisters are being a little unfair and maybe she's bad like this because she had a bad childhood or whatever. And it's like, give me a fucking break. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm so sick of the show trying to tell us we love Abigail Kane. Like, I know there's a subset of fans that like, maybe like 10 people or so that still watch this show (laughs) that are into this, but I'm like, I'm sick of them trying to, like, shove this character on us and tell us that we love her. And I hate the fucking Mel Abigail stuff that they're doing because they're clearly trying to get them together. They have, like, a scene at the end. And I'm like, gross. Just but, stop. But, Allison, <laughs> don't you want to do an Abigail unboxing? What? Because <laughs> she gets put in the box by her mom. Oh, right. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would I I would return that instantly. Do not want goes in the garbage. Um listen, uh, I I would feel the same way about this character if she were uh not a white character, if she were not a woman. Yeah, she's a- just a poorly things, like, written character. <laughs> she's just a poorly written character. Like but I mean, when you add these things onto here, the fact that like spe- this was a lot in season 2, but they're doing it in season 3 and there's been better stuff we've talked about how they've gotten better but they have not gotten this character to this point where it feels justified to put all of this time and energy into her and not in the charmed ones and especially because the show started out talking about how important it was uh focusing on women of color uh you know diverse people to focus on the the white characters to put this focus on her so much like it just feels doubly insulting and like I just like I wish that I cared more but I don't (laughs) (laughs) it's not a good show it never has been it's been like (laughs) the show should be put in the tomb of chaos because the whole thing has been chaotic since the start. The show's like tried to reinvent itself like several times each season. Like, oh, we don't know what we're doing. Oh, this storyline. Oh, wait, that storyline's over. We're going to do this. Oh, wait, we messed up. We're going to bring back something from that storyline again. No, oh, we don't know where we're going. Uh, who's Mel's girlfriend now? I forget. <laughs> Let's check her Rolodex of past girlfriends. <laughs> it's so yeah. stupid. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I I feel like this episode was one never mind too many. Mm-hmm. It was just too many. Like just, oh, I guess we're done with that. I guess this is go- like yeah. nothing is happening. And like I'm, I'm tired so... of the show doing nothing. Yeah, and it, like I'm tired of it being so lazy. I I know it's hard times to shoot other places and stuff, but they must be able to take their dumb camera somewhere else in safe space <laughs> and tint it blue every time. They're like, oh, something weird's happening. I know, safe space is empty <laughs> and it's blue. Oh, wow! <laughs> this is um, this is not just a COVID problem. They've had like a lot of issues, and, and any productions have. Yeah, they've had this problem before this anyway. Yeah, they did, because they never wanted to put the sisters together doing anything, and then, like, it just, like, the show would be cheap, and, like, even if you don't have a lot of money for a lot of sets, like, 
if the writing's there, like, it, I feel like shows can overcome that. We've watched a lot of shows that are cheaper than this mm-hmm. that have overcome that because they had, like, ideas and passion behind it. And they just don't feel like the people involved now have that. I think when they started out, it was, like, it was a little too gung-ho and that's why it was chaotic because it was, like, we're going to throw just everything in here. Like, we don't know, but we need to have, like, this diversity. We need to have, like, these uh, buzzwords in here. We need to be progressive. We need to do this. And they have all these different things pulling at each other. And then you have, like, whatever the network wants, whatever the fans want, what the actresses want, what the producers want, what the writers want. And then, like, da 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 And now it's kind of like, I don't think anyone wants this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, like, they're just resigned to we have to get a show out. Forget it! I'm not showing it! And someone else pointed out, and I think this is probably true, the the CW, uh, first of all, doesn't cancel things that easily these days anyway because of uh, streaming rights and stuff. But I think also because of COVID, it's a lot easier to keep an ongoing production going than try and get something new going because Mm. everything's sort of scrambling at the moment. Yeah. Might be another reason this would just keep going as it is. Because then you don't have to go through casting and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't like being this angry about this, though. I don't like how I sound. I've, I sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure the people listening are a little bit disappointed, and I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I just can't keep... I don't want to no- do another year of oh, this. I mean, if this was ending on this season, we'd finish it out, but it's another year after this. Mm-hmm. Well, we just talking. Like, we'll still do churned rewinds and stuff. So, yeah. and that's apparently what people like listening to more based <laughs> on the numbers. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I would like to continue doing Charmed Rewinds because I still like doing those uh, and they're less frequent too. See, the thing is, like, I think people are starting to think, like, I'm just a Charmed channel <laughs> <laughs> and it's not um, a big enough market with current Charmed to, to justify being just a charm channel even if i wanted to be just a charm channel and i don't mm-hmm. like i feel like it's just too much of it with not as much reward for it mm-hmm. like and it's not just like the amount of people listening i think if we were enjoying this more i would keep going but i just like yeah it's like watching the actual show is the hardest part like making the <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast <laughs> is fun usually <laughs> at least we get to vent about it and then and stuff there after but like watching the show is such a slog <laughs> yeah um uh, eventually i'll probably finish watching it because I, w- I would like to do some retrospectives i've talked about it before but i think it will be easier just to watch them all the way through maybe even at 1.5 speed so i don't <laughs> have to like sit through it in real time a year of like waiting for things to progress and then they don't because like yeah covid is a a problem but this has been like two years of the show just being like dire yeah dire lazy like never seeming to know what it's doing and then when it feels like it's committing to something it seems to change its mind they don't follow through with anything like it's (laughs) like remember their cousin who came like that feels like a an arc that was like done in a two episodes or whatever. Yeah, I thought like... they were going to add her to the mix and I'd be like, oh, that's a change up. And then she's gone. So it doesn't feel like there's any purpose to anything that they're doing. Yeah. 
And like you're saying, like Jordan says, he's going to bounce after this one. So it's like, after all this dinking around with Jordan, it's like, (laughs) are we ever going to do anything with him? He's going to bounce. He's out now. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like they can't keep actors anymore. And I I know some of this stuff has been because of COVID. They couldn't keep uh, our beloved car man (laughs) because because of that. Um, But I think part of it, too, is just like, actors get committed to other projects that are actually doing anything and that want to use them and they leave you know Mm -hmm. why ruby hasn't been around that much because she's doing another series (laughs) (laughs) so uh, it just feels like utterly uh, unworthwhile and unfulfilling um for the actors Mm -hmm. as well like it, it can't be that exciting to be doing this every week and then not progressing forward with the characters yeah i mean that's the case, too, if the actor plays Ruby. I'm sure she's going to be leaving at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but she's pretty much gone. <laughs> and you know who they're going to get together. Mel and Abigail, yeah. right? <laughs> they even like hint at that during the stupid trial at one point where like they have Abigail under a truth serum and they're asking her crap. And she's like, I just want to be the person that Mel sees in me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It kind of feels like they don't care about about Mel's character very much. Mel it kind just, of feels like they don't fail, care about anyone, but like especially Mel. They never know who Mel is. <laughs> like, it's always <laughs> up in the air what Mel would react to something like. I don't know. We're in year three of this show. I should have an idea of who she was. But it's like, no, she used to be the angry one. Now she's the one who believes in idiots for no reason. <laughs> she, w- she was kind of the prudish character at the beginning, mm. where it did seem like a lot of the focus was on her and her relationship. She had the Nico thing and the Jada thing. But, like, <laughs> they just sort of gave up on them. I don't know what happened with the actress who plays Nico. I, f- I feel like with Jada, people just complain so they wrote her out, including us. Like, <laughs> it's just an yeah. annoying story. A crappy story. <laughs> and like, oh, let's have Nico back for a little bit. And then she's gone again. <laughs> yeah, I wish they developed with Nico because that was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, all these other things, they keep coming up with these, like, underdeveloped characters to be her love interest that leave because they don't do anything, or maybe they just decide they don't want, they're going to do something else or whatever, but it doesn't feel very fulfilling, and it also feels really insulting that this is their gay character yeah. <laughs> that just can't keep a, a girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, like, towards the beginning, it seemed like she was angry almost all the time. Then, like, I don't know, some point, she became the all peace and love one and it's like macy is more angry then sometimes they give the angry ball to maggie it's like i never know which one's going to be the super angry one about things (laughs) well it seems like lately it's been it's been macy yeah like i feel like macy's character like has changed the most and not in a bad for yeah not not for good like because, like, she's allowed to be angry. I know, like, mm-hmm. they've talked about it. There's that stereotype about, like, the the angry black person. Like, people are allowed to be angry, you know. But I, it just feels like her character just turned into, like, such a, like, negative force all the time. Yeah. And she used to be, like... Optimistic? She was, she, <laughs> yeah, she was optimistic. She was kind of a wallflower, and she wasn't really sure of herself. But she was optimistic, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I feel like there's a way to mature that character without turning her into just, like, Ice Queen all the time. And, and yeah. like, in a very boring way, too. 
like it's sad because the show wasn't really that good back at this point but when you think of when macy used to go to her lab and do science and see galvin and (laughs) stuff like that was so much better than what we've been left with now where she doesn't even do her job of running safe space (laughs) (laughs) well she like she went from someone who was like scared of her dark side uh with her demon into getting rid of the demon and just being like crabby all the time. <laughs> I'm I'm not scared of my dark side. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, she got rid of her dark side and somehow became that became her only side. <laughs> like, yeah, she I, got rid of all of her sides except grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. Yeah, and then like Mel's not grumpy, but Mel is just sort of like what do they call her fanny pack Franny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um Mel is whoever the plot wants her to be for that episode, really. <laughs> yeah. They've been using her, but I feel like maybe they've been stepping back with her uh plot-wise just because of Melanie Diaz's pregnancy, like maybe they don't want to commit to anything until she's ready to do more. I don't know. It's like she was she, she was still involved. It's not like she felt like she wasn't there, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she was still the one whining for Abigail the most in this episode, <laughs> which was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, they had to keep arguing about, like, she did this bad thing, but did she do it because of good? They give her a tr- true serum, and then she talks about how she just wants validation, and she wanted to save the Charmed Ones. It's like, okay, yeah, she wanted to save the Charmed Ones because there, there could be an evil that even the demon overlord couldn't control. It's like, well, that's for self-serving needs. It's because she wanted to stay in control. Mm-hmm. They use all these like flashbacks with her and Parker and stealing Macy's powers for herself and all this other shit, and it's like, you can't say, like, but there were also good motives in it, so it was okay. Yeah. Like, at one point, they even have her say, oh, you know, because I wanted to protect the magical world. We saw, even in this stupid episode, when you flashed back to her murdering a bunch of witches. Stop ganging up on me! You need to do more than this than just pay at lip service. That's my problem. Like, that's my problem with, it's like, it doesn't feel like she was punished enough. Like, even being in the Tomb of Chaos, just saying, like, someone was tortured so they're they're gonna be good now. It's like that's not they just don't want to be tortured anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't that's not a, a, like actual development mm-hmm. with that character. That's not actual like punishment and redemption. Yeah. I know that they're they're setting this up, I guess, but like how fucking long do we have to deal with this before she's apparently actually going to do any of this good she's talking about? Well, she came by to Macy and said, "Hey, my bad for stealing your powers. I'm going to give them back to you." Oh, so we have another, like, years-long saga of will they get their powers back, and then Mm. when they do, it won't be very interesting? Cool. Wouldn't it cause the dumb problem that they added her having the demon powers did to her in the first place, ruining the charmed ones or some crap? You could probably come up with a way around it. Oh, you definitely could. But it's just like, why didn't she figure something out first instead of getting rid of them? Because it was so dumb. Yeah. I just don't see any reason for Abigail. There isn't I don't see any reason. Like... Because Mel and Abby together. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You must be kidding, aren't you? 
We, we've talked about the other sisters. Maggie, uh, three years in review. What, what do you think about her arc <laughs> through the I show? Her. I hate her so much. <laughs> I mean, the year of me <laughs> like pretty much sums her up. <laughs> Most self-centered person in the whole show. And it didn't really change at any point. <laughs> See, when the show started and she would do stuff like that, like, I want to be part of the sorority or whatever, a part of that just comes from being young, mm-hmm. you know, like, and being like, sometimes you do make selfish decisions and you learn from them. And that, like, I'm fine with that being her arc. <laughs> but then when you get to this season and she's like, it's the year of me, like, what are we supposed to take from this? Mm-hmm. It's self-care. <laughs> the year of me. <laughs> Maggie, though, has constantly been the person who's always like, Oh, something bad's going on, you know, with the magic world plot. Yeah, but I got a party I gotta go to. (laughs) I don't care if Mel or Macy or Harry might be dying. I don't want to miss this. (laughs) Like, ugh, she's terrible. (laughs) I I don't think I'm as annoyed by her as, as you, but she's done a lot of shit that's like, that is annoying and like... I don't think called into account either. They act like her saying the year of me is like some sort of like empowerment thing. Mm -hmm. But what she's saying it about and the things that she's doing, it's like, how is this supposed to be a heroic person? Like, how is this supposed to be something we're behind? She's not heroic. Like I said, she ignores (laughs) the problems a bunch of times to go do something personal. Like, this was the problem with regular Charmed because they'd always whine about ever having to do anything. It's like, it's fine to have that as a part of the show, you know, that they want to have some semblance of a normal life while dealing with these things. But you can't be like, yeah, my sister might be dying right now. Yeah, cool. Well, I still want to go do the sorority thing. So that's my priority. I can't deal with you dying right now. Call me later. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a very Phoebe move. Uh, Uh, I don't like it. (laughs) That's why she annoys me so much, because she did that a lot. (laughs) Well, how about Harry, huh? Why the hell did you do that? We gotta talk about Harry. <laughs> he was inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> He's an, He was another one. I think they went too far in the other direction. Like, he used to be, like, he was kind of nerdy. A mm-hmm. little bit befuddled. Yeah. Uh, you know, wore, wore cardigans and stuff. And then they were like, we gotta make her, him cooler and edgier. And then they did the, like, dark Harry stuff, which I did find interesting at first. I like when they explore that, especially with characters that are more comical. Uh, yeah. but then, There like, was something to him yeah. having a dark light or other half that was mm-hmm. something that could have been way better than how they executed it. Well, they started going into, like, the, the love triangle shit with fucking and like it i just like just couldn't stand it like and he would do a lot of the talking points that they're doing here talking about how like she's really good it it was worse then Mm -hmm. because like but she really and truly had not shown any remorse or any sort of humanity or any reasons why they would say that like she's so good at that point um so like they've added some stuff now that we've talked about but not enough to get to this point and make her so central to the story. All she's done so far is said, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a step. 
They should all be treating her like Macy. You know what? You know what really? You know what grinds my gears about this is um <laughs> when fucking <sighs> Mel apologizes for saying that she was irredeemable. And they act like Mel calling her irredeemable is the meanest, most awful thing that she could do to this fucking murderer. This yeah. person who has killed multiple innocent people. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, but she's got like a bad childhood or oh, like she, you know, she just wanted validation. Who fucking cares if she wanted validation? She killed people. Mm-hmm. She's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible, evil murderer. Yeah just don't understand we just we've seen earlier in the season her just throwing demons out the window for yeah. no reason because i don't know they slightly irritated her so it's not like oh yeah the poor abigail <laughs> look at what she's been going through <laughs> it's cool because she helped them out because she likes harry cool even evil people like people <laughs> yeah all right because she thought harry was hot cool <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't but, imagine a world with him without him in it. What you guys don't even talk this season. You guys barely have anything. Now she thinks Mel is hot, so that's okay. <laughs> don't even get me started on like the the evil bisexual cliche. Like they're like it's okay because like she because she's evil. She, she's <laughs> bisexual. <laughs> I know the show is the show is progressive. They have LGBT people on there, but it just felt particularly like shot like up of her in like her lingerie as she's having the threesome and stuff. Like mm. just like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> she's evil and she's having sex with ladies and men. <laughs> <laughs> All right, creepo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just can't stand the show. <laughs> what was the deal with Kevin? What was the point? <laughs> what was the point of Kevin? Spoiler, they never thought of one. They never had a point for Kevin. <laughs> Why do they keep talking about how it's there's just such like a-, a lot of things in this show. It's like, what was the point of that? I don't know. What was the point of Jordan having a girlfriend? I don't know. To slightly annoy <laughs> Maggie, but then she just disappears when they forget about her. <laughs> I just can't stand the show being like, oh, this is like, this is great representation because we had someone go, hey, I'm trans, bye. Or we had like, yeah. like Abigail having like a threesome one time. Or we have like Mel with her many, many like handful of girlfriends that leave after a few episodes <laughs> because they don't do anything with them. Remember Galvin's other girlfriend that we had to watch scenes with for a bit? <laughs> And Macy acted like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss those days because at least we could laugh. <laughs> I miss Carman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was getting us through the show in the darkest of hours. Carman leaving really was the sign of the end <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Error through our hearts. What what is something positive we can take away from Charmed? <laughs> I feel like I'm just I'm being something I feel like I'm yelling too much. I don't I don't want people to be miserable. I just can't. What what were the best of times? You know, there were points where Harry and Macy were cool together. Galvin. <laughs> was a high point too yeah but they ruined those 
<laughs> so <laughs> they ruined both those things. <laughs> yeah, I miss when the show was starting out and it was clunky, but it felt like there was more passion put into it. And I feel like it was run by people that like didn't have contempt. There is the Lucy. <laughs> Lucy! Oh, Lucy was great. You know, I even miss Parker Guitar. Mm-hmm. He was stupid, but... We were excited when he returned, then they turned yeah. him into Apple Boy, and it was okay <laughs> for Boy. Abby to throw him in jail forever, and the charm ones just shrug. They even watch a clip, too, here of him, like, telling her off while he's in jail. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you didn't help them out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, I guess he's gonna just rot down there. Who cares? <laughs> he did leave, though. He's not still there. Right. But they don't know that, do they? Or I do think they, they do. do I, they? I forget what he did, but he's he's he left and he's not in the prison anymore. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember anymore. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's off screen um, with Sarah Jeffrey and they're having smoochies. That's what he's doing. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I just, I miss when the show had fun. And I miss when I had fun because, like, there's, um, say what you will about the old show. It definitely got to a dire point. Oh, yes. But, yeah, it it did. Um, But I feel like there was a longer point where, like, you could enjoy the show even when it was, like, bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was, like, this kind of, um goofy 90s early 2000s charm uh, <laughs> about some of it um i feel like yeah. it was shot better too like i'm just sick of this like blue and yellow color scheme it's the new charm yeah. is really ugly yeah it is they insist on those dumb colors being splashed on their faces every scene yeah yeah like you're saying there's one point where where um Mel and Abby were having a drink together in the serve yourself bar and safe space <laughs> where you're like, why are they so yellow? <laughs> so, yeah, there's really no good reason for them to be super yellow in the scene, but they are. <laughs> yeah. Everyone looks yellow all the time. I don't really understand that. It's, it looks gross. Mm-hmm. It's like they're stuck in a sunset or something. <laughs> Old Charmed had more than two or three sets. Yeah. They didn't try to be so grimdark all the time. Like, oh, we're so edgy. Ugh, ugh. Yeah. Cause, I mean, like, I like edgy storylines in shows, but I like them in shows that are generally positive, And it, may, mm. it feels like there's more impact to when you're like, ooh, something dark is happening here. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit. But if it's like that all the time, or if it's kind of just like moody Morose. and then, yeah. Yeah, you need to have some up points to make the edgier moments hit more. Otherwise, it just feels like this is the status quo for the show anyway. So who cares about anything? <laughs> I um, I did a poll on Twitter um, about a week ago, maybe less than a week ago. But um, I did a poll and I asked people like, are you still watching Charmed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, yes, no. I only listened to the podcast or I never started. And uh, the percentage of people, this was out of like, uh, I don't know, 500 people who answered (laughs) (laughs) that were still watching the show is about 5%. Wow. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) pretty damn bad. And 
granted, uh, I don't know. This is also just with my Twitter followers. I don't know what the numbers are. They can't be very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that are that are still watching Charmed. And that's just still watching because there are people that were that gave up on it. Yeah. He's like, and there's some people that just watch because they like the actors or they like the characters and they want it to get better, but they don't like what's going on right now. They're just like, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But I'm tired of saying we'll see how this goes. We've been we'll see saying we'll see how this goes since the show started. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like, oh, wow, they just did another soft reboot. Well, we'll see how that goes. Oh, they did another one. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I'm just, I'm tired of the reboots and the reboots of the reboots. I want to get back to our, our roots. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get back to classic Charmed because I have more fun with those. Mm-hmm. I feel like people listening have more fun and more people have watched them. So they want to listen to the podcast. People <laughs> don't, They're like... I don't know, is that new charm going? I had a lot of people respond to that poll saying there's a charmed reboot. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm mad at the show for being so bad because no one wants to listen to our content because the show's so bad. They're like, I can't, I'm out, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too awful. <laughs> <laughs> Charmed, you've ruined our content. <laughs> we'll uh, instead podcast about Riverdale. <laughs> no, I <laughs> How know sick what? we I are to... of Jughead and his dumb bike gang. <laughs> <laughs> need to stop committing to these long-term podcasts of shows we know are going to get rotten. <laughs> <laughs> I, just... I didn't know New Charm would get this bad this fast, though. It's, it's truly just... Um a bad experience yeah you were pretty sure it's gonna get canceled a few times there <laughs> i thought it would because why who's watching this it's like they're like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like they're paying for, for no airtime at this point yeah like it's not for charmed fans it's not for non-charmed fans <laughs> um the people who started watching the show like i'm not really sure what's left anymore of of what they liked when the show started or if it's grown into something like i'm i'm just not sure what the appeal is anymore yeah maybe maybe someone can enlighten me on this like <laughs> if you're still watching charm can you let me know like what what you're seeing that i'm not seeing here <laughs> <laughs> so let's shove this show into the tomb of chaos Let's put it in the... T- it's too chaotic for me to... <laughs> this was the episode that broke Schwab. Yeah. You can thank the trial clip show Abigail Love session for this. Yeah. I, j- I just want to make it clear here. I don't have uh, an issue with the actress or any of the the actors on the show, like, as far as any criticisms with Abigail... Um, you know, it's it's just the way that they've centered the story is just really insulting. And, and I don't like shows that try to manipulate you and, and tell you what you like. Yeah. It, this just feels very much like that. And it just, it it I, I'm is. not there for it. <laughs> yeah. No, you need to, you know, actually develop that. It needs to flow naturally. You can't just be told this is your fan favorite character. You love her. Yeah. <laughs> when when Abigail's not on screen, the audience should be asking, "Where's Abigail?" Mm-hmm. Phelan, uh, to to close this out, unless you have anything else you would like to note. Oh, uh, who is your Margoyle of the series? 
<laughs> the Margoyle is me. <laughs> I feel like I I don't feel like I came out winning <laughs> by the end of Charmed 2018. <laughs> I feel like I am the standout loser. <laughs> Phelan, who's your Margoyle of the series? Uh, it's either Abigail or Marisol. <laughs> yeah. Marigale. Marigale. Marigale? Yeah. <laughs> they both get it. They both suck. <laughs> Every time they were around, they were dumb and annoying. <laughs> Marisol was like the you know, early season Margoyle and Abigail, when she appeared, she filled that role. <laughs> she she continued what she started. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, Phelan, we have a character witness to say that Charmed is actually good. Uh, we have Godric here. <laughs> Whoa! Why would you pick me? <laughs> she, <laughs> she was an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, sorry, uh, I meant Parker Guitar. <laughs> oh, man, don't call on me. <laughs> Wait, let's hear from I Celeste. <laughs> I'm seriously doing something off screen. I'm helping Harry become murder. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, um, sorry, we get, we're getting a call from a uh, cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, she she left the call to go back to school. <laughs> she, she couldn't say anything. <laughs> about as quick as she was off the show. <laughs> remember um, the time she helped them meditate and it got all colorful? I remember the colors. I was like, wow, colors. <laughs> and who could forget dear rat boy? <laughs> rat boy. I resent that. <laughs> Quit gnawing on the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, <laughs> I know you're listening in. <laughs> Care to add your favorite part of Charmed? <laughs> Thank you, Allison. Um, it's tricky. It's really tricky because, you know, you look out there at the landscape of Charmed 2018 and um, it's vast. It's diverse. It's memorable. Um, it's car man. You know, and there was briefly a car woman. That was neat. I don't remember what happened with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And with that, <laughs> Schwab will be coming to a close. Unless, of course, uh, they have a Scooby-Doo crossover that brings us back for a one episode special. <laughs> Um, hopefully people enjoyed this very, very happy, energetic, <laughs> positive look at Charmed 2018. <laughs> A show what? that wore people down. <laughs> it... <laughs> In conclusion, somebody save us! <laughs> That's right, Smallville Podcast. <laughs> Smallville Podcast uh, will not begin... Um... <laughs> Um, if you guys uh, enjoyed this podcast, this very, very good podcast, um, we're still going to continue as Charmed Rewind. We're going to talk about classic Charmed random episodes. It'll be um, whenever we feel like doing them, probably once a month, depending on <laughs> how often we want to do them. 
Um, but we have more fun doing those, and that's under Charmed Rewind. So if you would like to check that out or follow our other stuff, uh, you can uh, like, subscribe, or review on anchor.fm or any place where uh, podcasts are found under Charmed Rewind. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash movie nights the series or youtube.com slash Felix. Uh, you can see episodes ahead of time or participate in polls, other things like that on our Patreons. I'm patreon.com slash movie nights and Phelan's patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us and for the great Carman theme, truly uh, the best part of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. Phelan, what hashtag should we close out with? Hashtag churned was a mistake. <laughs> Hashtag so long and thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cancellation demon. <laughs> All right, Charmanders, we'll be seeing you next time uh, on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Please, I'm begging, ratings falling.